I'm Ren Young. And I'm Katrina Vargas. And And this this is That Other F Word. So welcome to the episode where Mitch might actually have a heart attack. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, Ren, you're really going to have to rate us in on this one. Because both of us, I mean, like... This is an uphill challenge for me, this episode. (laughs) For sure. This is awful. So close your eyes. Okay. Mitchell, close your eyes. Absolutely not. Mitchell, close your eyes. No. it's Nobody knows that they're open. Just continue on with your book report. <laughs> Mine are closed. I'm compliant. So I'm not going to lead you through a meditation or anything. Oh. Well, I don't. you're not going to lead me through shit. <laughs> Clearly. When you think of a cult leader, who or what comes up for you? Jim Jones. <laughs> No, that's not who you wanted me to say. No, no, no. No, that's exactly who I wanted you to say. No, I think of Jim Jones and David Koresh pretty much immediately. Mitchell? Yeah, those are are two two very big ones. Rock Terrio. I also think of like the LDS. uh, No, FLDS. Warren uh, Jeffs. Warren Warren Jeffs. Jeffs, Any of the the FLDS, all of those um, are, it's really quite disturbing. Um, And there is a difference, by the way, of FDLS or FLDS and LDS. Just want to make sure everybody knows that. Yes. Okay, we're talking about the fundamentalists. Okay, Warren Jeffs and all that. Yeah, the braids and the hair. And the ones that still believe in polygamy. Dresses and, um, and polygamy underage child and, yeah, yeah, abuse. Marriage. Right. Um, There's a new one. <laughs> well, what do all those people have in common? They're cult leaders? They're dead. <laughs> yeah, they're all penis individuals. No, Warren Jeffs is not dead. Oh, that's true. They are all penis individuals. <laughs> So, with this episode, (laughs) you know how we like to talk about how anything you can do, I can do better. We found a non-penis one. Maybe. Penis sounds like like something that would be written on like an autopsy. (laughs) Subject penis. penis. (laughs) Cause of death, penis. He's a. They are all penis possessors. I'm like. I'm like. They all have a I'm inventing words. <laughs> Good job. Still Brent. recovering from that time I got penised. <laughs> <laughs> you, you gonna see the scars? No. Are we gonna just talk about penis all episode or? <laughs> no. So this is the first episode in our series, and don't think it's gonna be the next one's gonna be next week because it's not. But um, this is the first in our series about female cult leaders. Because, you know, feminism isn't just for good things. It's also <laughs> nope. for terrible things. It is for terrible. We've talked about this before. Because if we think... I'm sorry. Like, okay. No, I'm going to stop. I'm gonna, okay. I'm not going to do it now. Go ahead. All right. So, basically... There's nothing feminist about this bitch. What I'm there saying... There isn't. There really isn't. No, and I, could, I we'll, can even... We'll get into it. I listened to one of her videos and I can tell you there isn't. She's, yeah. She's but anti-fem. We're talking about... Teal Swan, and, you know, if mm-hmm. if men and women should be treated equally and we're all just humans, then that means some women are terrible, awful cult leaders, <laughs> just like just some like, men. And look yep. at look at the progress progress we're making in this world, where now women can ruin <laughs> women can do whole this groups too. of people's lives just like yep. men have been doing. Absolutely. Um, so, <laughs> um, do you all? think that teal swan is a cult leader yes yes okay i have a bit of a question mark okay 
Um, basically, this episode... She has a list of things that you're not allowed to do. That, that includes leave, basically. Did, did that, Rin, did that question mark uh, pop up after you donated? <laughs> Seriously. Actually, I was paid off. I'm not for this episode, sure but where the question mark, but you, I mean, you're allowed. You're allowed to well, have a question mark. So basically, I think she's a cult leader of a, of a pretty small cult, to right. be honest with you. It's, if that's where your question mark is, it's but ultimately she's kind of almost lost her. She, she hasn't lost her platform, but she's no. I mean, well, I think so. What will, and we'll get into this, but she's got a huge online following, a smaller group of people who have interacted with her in person, and then she's got a smaller group that actually work with her. I could, and I think it's that very small group group where there is some certainly unhealthy cult-ish if not cult there, there are lots of widespread and i think that the only reason that her online following is as big as it is and different than the following around her is a her paranoia and b the amount of money that she charges people to be in her presence so, yeah. you know, like... So it's not accessible, whereas Jim Jones or David Koresh, nobody had to pay to be there. They worked their asses off, and they right. they were subservient and 100%. But it wasn't like you had to pay this amount of money to be there. You, I you mean, know. if she is, and we'll get into this too, if she is a cult leader, she's a new spangly internet-empowered cult leader. Yeah. She's also... Well, and internet cults are a thing now, and it, so I think that... Well, right, everything's virtual. <laughs> I mean, including cults. Yeah, but so it's she's not like she has to have the commune, which she does. She's she's also not even in the kind top, of. like, 50, like, most... Um, Culty? No, it, like, influencers. Oh, oh. Like, so her social media presence, fine, is big. There are a lot of people. Yeah, that's true. Well, a there's lot even of a scene in the documentary who? where her manager is comparing her follows to Tony Robbins and no, totally Deepak Chopra. Chopra, but That's yes. what I said. So that brings me to another thing like, to get into. Wait, before we get started. Mm-hmm. Oh, we I haven't gotten started yet? <laughs> Shut it. So I think that we're, we should talk about, as we're, as we're framing this and giving this context, our different levels of woo-woo-ism. Because I think we right. have a little bit of a continuum we do here. We do. Mm-hmm. I am... Very woo woo. I, uh, at, which is funny since I'm the also the Christian. I'm like sage and shit. I got the cards. I got like I do Reiki. I'm actually qualified. Like I, you I'm are Reiki. level two Reiki. Yeah. Lemmy has joined the podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. So like, oh boy. Um. So I I you know I have a vision board next to my bed. Like I'm a woo woo. I'm a woo woo bitch. Mitch, I feel, and correct me if I'm wrong, you're she kind of... You a pin at my dog. <laughs> I did. He needed to... Sh- um, <laughs> he, needed to he needed to shut <laughs> he needed to sh- I feel like you, and, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like you're on the opposite end of the spectrum where you're like, science or nothing, please. I think he's yes. more woo-woo than that, but yes, I think I'm somewhere in between you're in the two on the woo-woo spectrum. I'm supportive of other people's woo-woo and right. what gets you by, but, but I don't not need woo-woo. your motivational speaker at my work. Like I don't need. Yeah, and yes. he's not like, going to get rakeed and the shit. Team building activities and trust falls. Like I don't want that. It's not doing that for me. Like to put it into perspective, I was talking about getting a bicycle. I bought a bicycle. Wanted to start riding it. So been a while since I've done that. I used to ride a lot. Get on the bicycle, realize very quickly how out of shape I am, and I make it about three blocks 
and turn around so that I don't have to have neighbors carry me back. <laughs> I'd tell somebody this as a joke because I, I like to make fun of myself because it's funny. You can make jokes. I'm, I'd tell that joke again. That was funny. My neighbors are going to carry me back. It's clearly a joke. My buddy's like, oh, man, you just got to stick with it. Here's a video. And it's one of those videos <laughs> of a dude yelling at you, there is no excuses. You just have to do it. You want to do something? Oh. You just got to get out there and don't make excuses and do it. That doesn't like, sound woo-woo. That all, just sounds all obnoxious. All three of us are opposite that. We None of this. No, thank not going to work right, on any three of us. I'm going to listen to somebody go, if you just take a few minutes to breathe. <laughs> and then breathe out the negativity. Right. Breathe, breathe out your negativity. Oh man, I love a visualization. I love a meditation. See, and I'm somewhere in between. Mm-hmm. I'm, 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 I'm like, I don't care. I feel I'm like I'm wasting time. If I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. If not, I'm not. So fuck it. Let's go. But Katrina's, Funny enough, Katrina's I've done more. Woo- I've been. I've done more woo woo stuff than you. I've well, gone yeah. to silent retreats. I've yeah. cooked for retreats, and I went into that God, yurt. Can't this be a silent? You've been retreat. in a yurt. I've been in a yurt. Like wrong wrong vibe. <laughs> this isn't that platform, but like if you want to get a podcast going, a silent retreat podcast, that'd be yeah. fun. We'll like, just introduce you. We're gonna you introduce. Sit there. No, and all you're gonna do you. is you're it'll gonna be play good a for bell you to hold it all in. Bell, Bing. silence, and then bell, and that's all. That's the whole podcast. Okay. <laughs> so also, I think the three of us. So I have been swimming in teal swanness. So there's a documentary. Your fingernails are teal. They actually, they actually are. Um, I didn't even think about that. No, of course you did. She's didn't. all the way <laughs> in. She's gotten you. She got her hooks and Ren. Teal got her mm-hmm. hooks. So, yep. You guys have watched The Deep End, which is a documentary. I have watched that. It's I have on listened. Hulu. Yes, I have listened to a podcast called The Gateway. I have watched lots of Teal Swan videos. You did that other the the podcast on the, la- the last podcast on the left did one. You listened yep. to that. I listened to parts of it. Uh, there's and they have an an offshoot series called Someplace Underneath. I listened to their series on Teal Swan. I also um, there is a podcast called A Little Bit Culty, which is uh, co-hosted by a couple that used to be in Nexium, where they talk about culty activities, and I listen to their interview with both the director of the film the deep end and that's their interview I'd like to hear that yeah and their interview with the guy who did the podcast Jennings Brown tell me your thoughts on why you felt such a desire to do this deep dive because, because Mitch and I hate her so much like when we were done we were like if she ceases to exist the world will be better and I kind of like I was so like fuck her face so hard I don't want anything else to do with her because so, it's like toxic, just like <laughs> watching it. And so, what made you decide I, to do I this do deep think, dive? I think the documentary was very flawed. Um, Before or after you read her books, <laughs> I'm not, I have not <laughs> and read subscribed to her YouTube you, you channel. Just, or, they're still on the way. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're on back order. <laughs> they haven't arrived yet. Okay. I I am not a Teal Swan fan. I think what she's doing is damaging. But I also think it's like any, pretty much any cult or spiritual leader you look at. There is a layer of what they are doing and saying that is beneficial and helpful to uh, to people, I, I actually, and in her case, a lot of people. I don't. I and right. I think they think that. I but don't I think, think that's true at all. I well, disagree entirely with yeah. this one. I, I well, I this is right. this is the whole episode. So buckle up, guys. <laughs> um, and then I think that Today the is further. The day <laughs> Well, here's the I thing. I can't. There'd be no I, goddamn I, content I, I, on this I, podcast <laughs> if I quit. I think, though. So, Katrina, I mean, how are you? I'm good, Mitch. I, how are you? I understand. Mm. Are you yeah. mad about things going on in the world? Yeah, me yeah, too. That's, that's how we talk to <laughs> each other. <laughs> We're like, fuck this. Fuck that. Okay, I feel better. Let's eat. 
Um, I, I, I generally agree that a lot of these, well, they, they, sometimes they start with good intentions. Sometimes they do help. I do not, I do not agree at all with any of that with her. Well, all right. I think we she's, d- yeah, she has done all of this for her self-serving self. And I don't think, I think she, I think these people think she might be helping and she might be helping. I don't think she's actually helping. Tell us about but your girl. Go ahead. Tell us about your girl, Rand. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank f- you for permission to continue with the <laughs> podcast. Yeah. No, no. I, I'm waiting to hear all oh, the how great, great she things is. about Teal Swan. Well, I don't have, I don't have great I know, things to Rand, say about her. I know. It's, it's, it's fine. fine. <laughs> I get it. Like you want to kind of dial it back and you <laughs> show off your fandom or whatever. Is oh that a new God. tattoo? <laughs> it's yeah, it's actually. So it's she's got this symbol that is like it's like a circle in a square and a triangle in a circle. And it's so this geometry. Is no, it's like Your a geometry. It's like a Deathly Hallow. <laughs> it's like a Deathly <laughs> Hallow. But like add some shit to it. It's she's such an asshole. Just she's a just a si- fucking. Just okay, shapes. let let Rin go, Mitch. Right. We're, we just hate her so much. <laughs> All right. So here is how. I fell in love with Tia Swan. <laughs> Shut your dumb trap. Hey, by the way, if you haven't watched it, just turn this off and go watch yeah, the go Hulu. Go watch it before you listen Seriously. to this episode. It's on go, Hulu. Go watch the Hulu. Watch it. It's Go ahead. Go watch it on the Hulu. Go, <laughs> go watch it on the Hulu. Just so Katrina can establish her elderly status. B- BT Dubs, we decided anything oh. that you start with the word, if you start anything with the word the, if it didn't actually belong in it, it makes you old. Go watch it on the Netflix. Right. Or the, the Facebook. It's or on the YouTube. I got the and cancer. The Any of, of it. As well. Yes. If you pluralize or you add a the, you're old. Okay. So. Okay. So here's ahead, how Teal describes herself. Okay. <laughs> What is wrong with you people? Mitch and I can't. <laughs> I'm going to turn okay. my mic off for okay. a minute. Okay. So, the re- by the way, the reason that I did the deep dive is because I feel the need to have balance and information, and you two, I knew, came in hating her and <laughs> not being able to. <laughs> we agree with knowing everything. We uh, we don't but need don't. to know anymore. <laughs> Okay, I'm waiting for the shocking revelation. We already know too much. It's not revelations. Here's okay. what she says. What she says. Okay. So she calls herself an expert in human suffering. She calls herself the spiritual catalyst. She calls herself a spokesperson for every little lost toy. Uh, her Instagram, it says she's a spiritual leader, international public speaker, best-selling author, and YouTuber. She also... She has all of the that's the most lucid any of the things she said are. She also Go. calls herself the red pill for those who want to awaken and not just be like comfortable and happy. Where did she get her MD and expert in human suffering? She has none. Also, oh, got it. Okay. also, let's what was she the thing about the toys? What was the thing about the toys? No degrees. So she spokesperson she for every little lost toy. How fucking condescending. The fact that she calls people toys. Well, she considers herself that too. And she's a an asshole. Lost toy. <coughs> no, she doesn't. No, she doesn't. Well, that's what she says. She's a fool. M- yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. So a lot of this is going to be, here's what Teal says. Here's what other people say. And how much and, and I yes. hate her. Okay. Um, okay. It's going to be a theme. Her detractors describe her as the suicide catalyst instead of the spiritual catalyst. And also, um, like you guys, a cult leader. So, um, so you want to, okay, real quick, why is suicide catalyst? And so this is why you kind of need to watch. And we're gonna, Do we want to get there right now? Or we, we're yeah, let's wait. Okay. Let's wait. Okay. But but just know going in, uh, her views on death and suicide are deeply problematic. <laughs> problem, problem, problem. Okay. So Anybody who says they're an expert on anything, by the way, 
and who doesn't have so we like in this country have decided we're not going to listen to medical experts because we don't believe them but those people actually have like degrees and everything and then she's just throwing around the fact that she's an expert because she's just decided she is well she well, says she's I been mean, through human suffering I mean, well, well so the fuck have I and like I mean Jesus Christ what, what I mean, was her what was her education well, that's what I just yeah I asked Ren nothing oh, the, you're shaking your head as if there was none zero like zero education well probably high school I'm Did sure she, she graduated high school because I believe she was in a mental institute during high school she years. probably still graduated she probably still has at least a GED. Okay. We can assume that most people, and that's not true, but a lot of people have graduated high school. Let me give y'all a little Let's history. Go. So, uh, and context. Is this her history or is this documented? I just, well, this is, this. some of it is real. Again, if you're still <laughs> listening and have not watched this documentary, <laughs> go watch it. Yeah. And then Ren will send you videos saying, <laughs> maybe she's not that bad, guys. Look at this one. <laughs> So she was born in Santa Fe, New Mexico on June 16th, 1984. How do you feel about her having the birthday day before yours? Ooh, Not the same year, though, thank God. That's yeah. gross. She's four four years, years and, and one, one day, day older, older than me. Yeah, she's she's a couple months younger than my brother. Gross. Okay, but same. Yeah. So um, she claims that she was different from childhood and given many different diagnoses by many different um, therapists and healthcare or well, health yeah, workers. Mental health workers. Great. She's nuts. Sorry, go ahead. She goes in. So she goes into the spiritual field. You know, she's doing like energy healing and things of this nature. She is, as we just said, not a mental health professional. She is very down on mental health professionals. Um, Also antidepressants. Um, So she believes that symptoms of mental illness are rooted in repressed memories from childhood. This is a big problem. Big part of her practice. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Ren. So this is... I mean, this is really the crux of her practice. Um, by the way, this is contrary to cognitive science. So, <laughs> yes, you you forget things, but and and I know people who have said they have repressed memories, but and and that could be true. Science is not indicating that. Currently. No, and like and, and you science know, changes. Like sometimes people, we, right. we learn new things, but overwhelmingly, this is not what science tells us. Right. That is how the brain works. So. All of you, most of you had a fucking fine childhood. Just put on your big girl panties. Go ahead. So, well, we'll get in. So, yeah. what you just said leads perfectly into this. So, yeah. she she says that she didn't have repressed memories, that she remembered this all along. However, she was treated by Barbara Snow in the early 2000s. Barbara Snow still practices today. She is notorious for repressed memory recovery. Notorious, so was, which is yeah. a key word here. no. no notorious so she was a big deal back during the satanic panic for those of you who don't know this was in the 1980s where everybody was like oh there's devil worship happening and they're it's in music killing and, don't listen and to molesting our children in the name of the devil there's there a daycare none. that is literally having satanic ritual abuse practices in a cave underneath it and had the entire daycare shut down and people arrested because psychologists like barbara snow went in and started pulling these kids memories by that, I mean leading them down these paths right. that made them say things like, yeah, they did this and this and this, when none of it, right. none of it ever happened. Yeah. And, well. and right, there's, <clears throat> when Mitch says none of it ever happened, literally, like, there's not a single shred of evidence that in any part of the country at any time this it, was happening. Correct. Satanic ritual abuse is not real. Anytime anybody mentions a satanic cult, they are immediately full of shit so um d- according to the chicago reader during one of <laughs> one of numerous investigations that she was involved in 
the Utah police deliberately fed her false information to see if her suggestive interviewing techniques were influencing the children's allegations. And very yes. quickly, yeah. Spoiler but, alert, yes. <laughs> very quickly, this information appeared in the answers of the children that she was interviewing. Also, and I'm, I'm not, I haven't gone to school for th- to become a therapist yet. I'm starting in August. But my understanding is, note taking diligent note taking is really important in counseling she didn't do any of the, she didn't record her sessions she didn't take oh notes. no because there'd be proof later correct no um what uh, what i will point out and we will get to it later is that not only did barbara snow treat teal swan teal swan took a lot out of barbara snow's book yeah like a lot and i imagine she probably just Kicked it up about twelve notches. Yeah. I'm not even sure she. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Also, I don't know if I love that they use children to do this experiment, but whatever. Right. Okay. Um. That's, yeah, that's a that's a point. I just that was like, could we have not used some adults? So yeah. after okay. being treated by Barbara Snow, Teal came forward with a story that once again she said was not a repressed memory, but came up after Barbara Snow. Um. I believe. Uh. That she was pulled into a satanic cult by a family friend and abused in this cult for over a decade. The kinds of things that she says she went through are so beyond the pale. Um, you know, watching children get murdered, being used as bait to lure children in, um, being sewn, sewn into a corpse. Which is impossible. Right. It's just not... Well, if she was a child and it was a big person and no, they removed no. all the stuff. Yeah, okay. It could but, happen. Mm-hmm. It could happen. So did it happen? At the age she was talking about, no. Like she, there's. It Maybe it was a really big person. Okay, whose side are you on here, Katrina? <laughs> I just, well, she also claims, definitely not Teal's. She claims to have had um, like nine abortions because she kept getting pregnant as a child. She was a little kid. Like somebody, I think. Th- th- once again, we're not on the track of like denying that she had any abuse. I I would guess she probably did, but like. Somebody would have noticed her getting pregnant like one of the nine times. Probably, well, maybe one of the people the in the satanic cult was an abortion doctor and did it without. Well, they examined yeah. her. They examined her when she brought the case to the police and they didn't. And now sometimes they oh, don't. Hold on. But they didn't find any evidence of ritual abuse. She also, no, but she's had again, a child. She has had a, a child after. OK. But, OK. But if it's a satanic cult that specializes in abusing children why wouldn't they want to carry the child to term so that they have another one for more sacrifices? I mean, it doesn't make any fucking sense because it's not fucking real. It's, yeah, it's bullshit. I love you, Matt. And even in the documentary when she's like, and then they would make like a big barbecue pit and then just make kids stand on it. And they're like, why? And she's like, I don't know. Um, <laughs> discipline? It was made up. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, she's But bashed. see here, and this is where things are like shades of gray, and I'm not so sure. Do, I don't think that happened. It didn't. Right. Does she think it happened because of Barbara Snow? Because, you know, Or I does can, she go to Barbara Snow to help convince herself but of I a mean, dialogue she had already convinced herself uh, of? I don't know. But I have a very active imagination. I could, I, I know, and you know how suggestible I am. I know that, like, I can imagine something terrible happening to me as a kid. I think she's happen. a narcissist and found out how much attention she could get by saying what she, what Barbara Snow wanted her to say. And yeah, then so rolled I with it and turned it into a fucking career. I think that's what happened. Well, I think with, I think, Rin, I think you nailed it on the head. Too. The sensationalism yes. that 
things all of like this, this would satanic bring. panic caused. Yeah. And her using that, suddenly people are being more empathetic to her. They're being nicer to her. Well, she's They're very smart and well-placed, for sure. And so she realized, I can use this. This is my catalyst. I do think the reason why... So Mitch and I are not as easily suggestible. And I think you. I think that's why you really felt like you wanted to make sure that it wasn't just a one-sided type yes. documentary and all of that. And like Mitch and I are like, there's literally nothing you're going to say <laughs> to make us like change our mind. Like, well, that's well, okay. And, and I, you know. like, here's the thing is, and I, I am trying to keep my mouth somewhat shut because I do want you to, to provide the, well, yes, the, the nonsense that she yeah. claims, you know, whatever. And I, I'm not even going to question that maybe the documentary didn't take some liberties. Or oh, well, they, it, it definitely they definitely did. spun it one direction. They but definitely did. Uh, but these okay, do okay, that. Okay, I mean. I'm just going to finish my sentence now. <laughs> um, but there's enough in that that I don't care. Yeah. That I, I don't that. care about any of the other things. Like, it is very, very clear to me based on the parts that are indisputable. Correct. That she is a horrible human narcissist. Um, I mostly agree with you. I just think I'm a person of great empathy. So great. I try to. Mm-hmm. Me too. Oh, sure. So, <laughs> so from this um, work, she, uh, you know, in her energy work and all of that, she established a completion process, which is an 18 step technique. Um, she has lots of videos, like self-help type of videos, energy videos on YouTube. Uh, she has a 1.3 million followers on YouTube. Vin she, Diesel has more followers. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> she I knew that one would get you guys. It's not, a, it's not I, even a fair comp- comparison. I was trying I mean, to look up in, somebody stupid. Who's in pitch black. So she, she leads events. She's got these events where you come. And you sit in this uh, auditorium and basically she pulls people up and discusses their problems with them and talks about how their problems are applicable to everyone that you can see these in the documentary. Um, and it's like a community building event and a help self-help event. Um, she leads workshops. She leads retreats uh, and trainings in her completion process. So you can actually um, go through training to lead other people through the completion process and get certified in that. Um, what's interesting is they were putting a fake Oklahoma state seal on their, like a state, I think it was Oklahoma, but it was definitely a state seal that the state had to send them a cease and desist because it was not actually approved by them. Anyway, um, she is, Which is what most altruistic, uh, thought leaders would do. Put fake state seals. Yep. Well, it looks official. You have to have some kind of a seal. I was being sarcastic, Ran. Oh. No, Alexa, stop. <laughs> I was being sarcastic, Ran. I was lending to that point that she's a complete sociopath. Okay. So um, she has a retreat center in Costa Rica called Philia. If where you have to have a retreat center in a different country or in some kind of weird compound in like Utah. I, Jim Jones is all I have to say. It's like Once again, saying there's I'm a, a reason why he went to Guyana. It's like being a doctor that got your doctorate and, and your Bermuda. Med, it, yeah, like 
I went to Argentina to get my doctor's certification. Not even, like, yeah. Okay, well, that means you're probably not a great doctor if you couldn't get an education in the United States. I also think, yeah, the nature of having your retreat center outside of the U.S. and our laws, there, it's by design. It's not. That's definitely not by accident. It's not because it's, you know... Trust me, you're trying to get away with some shit that you're not going to have to be accountable for. So importantly to me, this is the part that I think is Costa Rica is beautiful. most troubling. Well, one of the most troubling. She is very down on mental health, mm-hmm. like professional mental health. Um, and I think she would probably say it's because she went to so many therapists and it did nothing for her. But um, mm-hmm. she's against antidepressants. She thinks you can't achieve full like enlightenment e- while on antidepressants. Either of those... Okay, like she fine. claims to be able to. So in this the is, podcast is, yeah. with Jennings Brown, she claims she's like, yeah, I can see, like, I can see your blood right now. If you want me to, like, she's scope in, I could see Claire. your. She's jeans. like seven different types of Claire. No, she can see your blood. She's all the. She's jeans. all the Claires. Yeah, except the jewelry place. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but she, she could probably pierce your, your ears. She, I mean, she will literally tell someone, "I know what's wrong with you better. I know you better than you know yourself." Is it's is it more no. okay, okay? So like are we, Wait, you know, I'm just waiting on the point where I can let loose. No, so well, Car- Carolyn and Jana, who are our t- two of our very spiritual friends, Carolyn's been on, um, and I have a Justin, <coughs> and Justin, and yeah, we I fully believe like they can see like auras, and I do believe in that kind of stuff. I do think there are some people who do have a heightened level of enlightenment who can kind of see people's like energies and things like that. This is not, we're, we're literally talking about like, you know, the little, um, the little bus that used to go into the human body when we were kids, that little the show, magic school the bus. magic school bus. And like, she, that's like her mind, right? Like she, she's basically that's saying she's she the magic, magic school bus. And she can like, she looks at you and sees all your internal organs and all of your stuff. And like, she can tell does, you that you're gluten intolerant. Yeah. Does anybody not, does, does that sound normal to anyone? Like I, I'm asking that question legitimately who, cause if I say to you, if somebody said to you, I see your aura, I mean, you'd be like, all right, but like, you wouldn't be like, you might not believe like them so or not believe them. But like this, if somebody, if I said, yeah, I think you're gluten intolerant. Because I can see your guts. So I'd be like, get the fuck away. I will say, I think when people do energy work, and I, you know, I'm not going to make a call on whether she is someone who is or isn't. I, I, I mean, but. I think when someone's doing energy work on you, if they're someone who could, because my Justin, he does um, some shamanic work as well, but like. They can say like, "Oh, I feel a little bit of something going on here," sure. but and that's different than empath. I'm watching your blood flow through well, your that's body. That's what I'm saying. Like Carolyn, Jana, Justin, they're all like these empaths who see and feel energy differently than us. Well, and they're not. So, they're not telling me they can see that I have a blocked artery. It's almost like Teal Swan is full of shit. <laughs> well, the other, the other, <laughs> the other major differences when you go see people like that, what they're doing is giving you tools to help yourself and empowering you. I I can right. tell you that the people like Justin or Carolyn would never say, oh, therapy's stupid, don't do that. That's they, right. They're going to tell you to do whatever you need. They don't see themselves they're as gonna, the one and only answer. No, they're going to assist us through what we're working through in in guidance, accordance, and um, symmetry with whatever it is we are working on also. Right. The, what Teal Swan does is no different than what John Edwards did in crossing over. Where it's, I find these people who are here for a reason, 
They have these issues. I know that everybody in this audience is here for a very specific sure. reason. All I have to do is get that out of them and then pitch it back to everybody else. See? See what they Isn't said? Isn't she like... That, that goes with every... It's it's just... It's picking up on... What are those circus show people <clears throat> who call people... Mentalists. Mentalists, yes. It's, and they're like, that's exactly what it is. It's, it's, it's you're, d- you're, you're divorced or your husband's but dead. But she's not even you're, doing you know. that. Like, right. that's the problem. Is she brings somebody up on stage. They say... I'm having this problem, and she goes, "Well, it's because your parents don't like you, right? Like, no, no other context. Just like right. your parents don't like you, they right. don't love you, and they're like, no, I like, no, trust me, they don't. No, they don't. You think they do, but they don't. Right? She's projecting this, right, this into their heads, and then they believe turning it, it around right. and and saying, see, we can all relate to this. Everybody in here has dealt with the same thing. Everybody's been raped by twelve monkeys at the same time." <laughs> You know, it's it's fucking bananas to listen to her do this it, and to it watch really her is. do this. But like, it's it it's, did feel it, so it sideshow. Is, it is manipulative. Yes. it is a side. You're right. It's sideshow. It is a sideshow. She's not seeing anything for real. She's just telling you what she wants you to see, or what. Right. It's not even what you want to hear. It's up on yeah. nuance and rolling with that. It's. It's well, so not energy. It's none of that bullshit. Well, all right. And then they start crying on stage, and that's it. Everybody believes the yeah. whole. Well, it's so okay. See? Everybody here is with you. <laughs> More tears. And then. Like, it's literally. She goes and looks job. for the Rin that has the fucking puss eyes in the, in the audience. Because that's how Rin would be looking at her. She doesn't mean her. that your eyes look like vaginas. Puss like puss in boots, you dickhead. Like innocent and. Yes. And yeah. she'd be like, and that girl. And that's the one I'm bringing because she sure as fuck doesn't bring Mitch or me on that stage. No. I mean, you know, well, she is adept at that. Unless it's she's going to chastise us. Right. Well, and she did y- see me standing there with crossed arms. I, I, looking I, I like do want to like, okay, okay, talk about that. Bring him up here. I want to talk about a thought I had, but we'll, let's keep well, going. I, well, we'll keep talking about that later. But I, it's not only people that are suggestible, and we'll talk more about why this is, but mm-hmm. it's also people who are at probably the most vulnerable point of their yes. whole life. Yes. Absolutely. So. Let's talk a little bit about the completion process. Um, so Jennings Brown, who is the one who did the, the Gateway podcast, who I think I think it's much more measured than did the documentary. Did he interview her? Yes, twice. Okay. So, And he also interviewed lots of other people. Not that I would believe anything that she says. No. Well, he's, he no, actually said... No, but if he's going to do real... If he's going to be a real journalist or, you know... Then he does need to interview both sides. If well, he wants yes. to be presenting well, this as we'll a get to more it, but fact. But we saw how the opposing interview went with the private investigator. Right. Who she hired, by the way. Right. right. So, but he actually said the first time Who he really interviewed really tried her, to be on her side. But go ahead. The interviewer, um, Jennings Brown, said he interviewed her and he felt like it had gone really great. And then his producer was like, yeah, we can barely use any of that because she basically just talked circles around you the whole time and gaslit you. And he was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> but he actually eventually, like at the end of the process, went through the com- what, what she calls her completion process. And so you can see this in the documentary, and I'm sure there's more to it than this, but basically they tried, to, they kept trying to get him to do it, and so finally he was willing to do it. And so what they do is they ask you about something that triggers you. So for him, he didn't, he said something that triggered, like he had been on a bus recently, and he, he was like, I almost got off like two stops before my stop because I just felt so like crowded and like like he was claustrophobic out of skin. Yeah. yeah claustrophobic and so they were like okay and so they try to ask you like where that you're trying to figure out where that comes from right so that you can heal it sure and complete complete that process right and so he re- it was not a repressed memory it's just something that he didn't really something he remembered right sure 
he remembered two of his cousins stuffing him into a laundry hamper when he was a kid. And that was the first time he had this feeling that he remembered of feeling so like closed in and freaked out. Okay. I mean, let me just say that's, that's kid shit. Well, yeah. And that's okay. I mean, and that can happen. That could, that could have made you not realize, you know, subconsciously we, this, these things do happen subconsciously. You have, I mean, you know, I, I've talked about it before. Why I didn't realize I was afraid of the dark until I was like 40 and I got stuck at the retreat center by myself in the dark. I'm sure it, there might be something I'm sure I could is. have gotten stuck somewhere when, as a kid and it was dark. And I kind of like, I think for most you know, of the weird shit that we do as adults, yeah, something a probably happened. And yes. so, but I'm like, does it mean that I was abused? Does it mean my parents locked me in a closet? No, there's a it difference means... between coming back to something that you just haven't really thought about and right. something that like possibly never happened. Well, right. And then the thing is, and I get it because like, so part of why I can tell you now I'm afraid of the dark is because I came to that conscious realization. Right. And I was able to work through it in that moment. And now I am better for it. And yes, am I still afraid of the dark? I am. But knowing I am and knowing I could get through it also helped me not be as afraid of the dark. Right. right? And so like, I get the concept of what she's almost trying to do here or portray she's doing but then what she's uh, uh, yeah go ahead keep going there's though. just there's there's messed up stuff but um i i don't think it's even woo woo to say that the stuff that we do as adults that's weird comes from something that happened to us as a kid no it's just it's like literally science <laughs> that's like well, i think that's actual how it's even just common sense like well, right like right like Okay, I have an aversion to being beaten. Like, right. I mean, because I got shit beat out of me as a kid. Like, I don't really want to get hit now. I don't really want to get yelled at. I well, don't do well might... with getting yelled at. Um, because I, because of that, that happened to me. But and that would that would probably in different environments and situations, you and I would react differently because of different experiences. That's exactly right. That's but just that's, common sense. That's, that's that's human. That's science. That's all of those things. Right. And so okay. So the most troubling probably uh, yeah. other than the other thing that I said was the most troubling but <laughs> another very troubling thing about Teal and why she's called the suicide catalyst is her take on death so they have since pulled these videos down but she had videos where she was talking about death as just being a reset and so as someone who's not afraid of death that is not that is very very disturbing it's like still, you're still right. not just because you're not afraid of it doesn't mean like you should want it right there's a difference yes okay and so like her suggesting basically well when you die you're just going to come back a better version or whatever well one that suggests you believe in that and two you know like no like no right. you're not going to come back sorry it's well, you the know under- like <laughs> the underpinning and it doesn't mean it's going to be better right the underpinning, and she may actually, she probably, lots of people believe in reincarnation. Sure. But like, I'm sorry, I, even the Dalai Lama, any great spiritual leader, I don't think there's anybody who actually knows what happens after we die. Nope. Um, some people, I know people who have had near death experiences who have experienced, and like, but, you know, I just don't think there's any human being who fully, fully knows. And, I am uncomfortable with anyone who pretends that they do. Like I, I, that, like well, she has that they, 
that she has made herself God. Like she has elevated herself to God as far as I'm concerned. Right. And all of her acts, her I actions. I mean, you can say this is my truth. This is what I believe. And Carolyn and Justin would both say that. That's right. But they would, they wouldn't say, I know this undisputable fact. Here's what's going to happen when you die. Well, right. And so I think that a lot of my, why my feelings to her are so strong. I don't believe in God anyway. I really don't believe in a human being standing here saying they're God. Right. And I think that is why I just completely just resent everything she is because it's like one, some of us don't even have a very strong belief in a higher power anyway. Yeah. And then you're sitting here, just another person spinning shit saying you're God. Well, and there definitely are people who I think are more enlightened. Agreed. And, more, and if sure. there is a God, they're closer. But damn. Right. You know, I've known some pretty damn holy and good people who s- still never claimed to be God and right. didn't, you know, be all claim the shit she claims. So one thing that one thing that she says repeatedly is she will tell people to commit to life or death. And well, she will say, that's not telling somebody to commit suicide. It's it offering is. it as a strong option. Um, there's a woman, Le- Leslie Wainsgard, um, who was one of her very first clients. Um, and she and Teal and this woman's husband sat her down and basically said, you know, you're not really going to achieve enlightenment um, while you're on antidepressants. And so she got off the antidepressants. Uh didn't titrate off, didn't talk to a doctor, just got off whatever she was on, which was supposedly oh. the worst one to get off. Right, because remember, though, in the f- mental health and the medicine in the first place are not... Yeah. Right? But Teal said she right. never told her to get off medicine. Sure. Of course not. Of course and not. then she also told her, you know, I've never she seen... She also told her she'd never be enlightened on it. So right. what she said was actually probably worse than just saying get off of it. And she also <laughs> told her she'd never seen a soul who wanted to leave the world so bad. She told Jennings Brown when he talked to her about this that she didn't regret anything she had done with Leslie. And after Leslie died, you know, she was telling... By suicide. By suicide, yes. She was relating to uh, a group of people... Um, what had happened and said, you know, interestingly, she reincarnated two days later. And the crowd went wild. Literally. And she and I mean all that. these dipshits believed her. Who the fuck did she reincarnate as? I just think, you know, so Jennings Brown actually. Doesn't work like that. <laughs> Jennings Brown talked to uh, a suicidologist. So we do. We don't have a lot of research on suicide. We do know suicide can be contagious. And. For a long time, there was a Teal Tribe Facebook group where people would post videos saying they were thinking about killing themselves. and um, So uh, there's no real way to measure if people suddenly kill themselves and they watched a Teal Swan video. We don't really know how many people have been affected by her. There's just no way of ever knowing. But it does seem incredibly dangerous to me to be making those kinds of statements as as a leader and then also be encouraging people like, it's like it's just a reset. At the beginning of the documentary, she's sitting on stage with a girl, and the girl is talking about how frustrated she is, and things just aren't going well, and it's not getting better. And Teal goes, why are you still here? And the girl says, well, I'm hoping to find something. And she goes, no, I'm not talking about here. I'm talking about why are you still on this earth? Yeah, that was a chilling moment. That was very upsetting. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, the moment I, like, sat up a little straighter, and I was like, oh, yeah, this, oh, my. It was, yeah, it was not, that was very concerning. Like, her, she's so aggro. She is 
Um, Such a narcissist. She really I, is. I, I it's I breathtaking. I'm not, I'm not trying, but like I've I've worked for narcissists, and she is textbook where no one can, can challenge her. No right. one. And I don't know if you guys talked about this, but like also at the beginning of the documentary, one of the guys that is paid $5,000 for one of her in-person sessions is sitting there and asks her who she looks up to. Like, a legitimate who are question. Your and he wasn't saying it like a dick. He no. literally was just asking no, her we, a yeah, question. We hadn't talked about that yet. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So he says, who, who are who's, your influences? Yeah, who do you look yeah, up who's to? who's your mentor or anything? And she pops back at him like he just called her a bitch. Yes. She's like, what does that mean? He Why was, do no, I have like, to? There is nobody. Nobody. I'm, I know everything. I, yeah. She yeah. basically says, I know everything. I don't have to have anybody. I Nobody needs to hold me accountable, et cetera, and just tells him what a piece of shit he is for even, and says, you just challenged me. You just challenged yeah, yeah. me in front of all these people and chastises him for a legit question. Well, let's. So I had a whole different category. I think we were done with the whole death part. Let's talk about femininity and feminism because that's where I had put this. This is, this is my. That's, I, that's th- what this is where you. This is where what? my. That's what bothers you. What do you mean? You're like, oh, I, that's where I had issues. Like, this that, that this is oh, all of this it. is where my thoughts will come <laughs> in at the end. No, no, like, I'm saying of, that's the category I put this okay. specific so conversation I know that under. You did more, and I know that after uh, more research mm-hmm. and in mine. You know, originally it was she's very anti-feminist, but then throughout the documentary, she seems to use feminism at her convenience Mm -hmm. whenever she has to justify why anybody is questioning her. They don't like a strong woman. She said she specifically said, I have opinions and a vagina, too. And that's the problem. Right. She says that numerous times. That is a problem. A lot of times. Not with her. Anytime (laughs) anybody questions her. Anytime somebody says anything derogatory about her, it's because I'm a woman. Yep. It's because I'm a woman and I'm powerful and I have thoughts and, I, and they don't like it. It's threatening. Look, all of them, they all have penises. You know, yeah. it, it was very, very convenient. Do you think that you would have had the same exact reaction if she was a dude? Yes. Yeah. I, I hate her. I almost. <laughs> Here's the thing. She's like, she's female Donald Trump, as far as kind I'm of, concerned, yeah. but she's better looking and better spoken. Like she's, but she is such a condescending. She is such a condescending person. Everyone. I, I do think I hate her more as a, because she uses her, her, her beauty and her femininity as a weapon. Yeah. So I do think that makes, you know, Trump wielding his dick is like every other dick wielder, like, you know, who flopped their shit out on a desk. Whatever well, it's, it's you know, very but clear her he doesn't care. But right, she but her operates under this that's, guise. That's that right. She does as a narcissist, she cannot. And she, she cannot her, care about any of those people. Yeah, it's about money and it's about power. Yeah, I want to like her, right? And, and, and the per, you know, influence. I want to, I want to love a strong, beautiful woman, right? But right. she uses that, and that's where my my deep set like dislike for her is is rooted. She said, really, I want to be and will be. More spiritually influential than the Pope. Well, yeah. apparently that was a joke. Yeah, okay. Of course. Oh, <laughs> my God. It, I it, fucking <laughs> hate her. God damn it. Yeah. No. She said no, not everybody. I was joking. Gosh. Not everybody gets her sense of humor. Yeah. So, she doesn't that's, have that's, one. That's for fuck she sure. She does not have that's a sense of humor. That's for fuck sure, then. I don't think she laughed once in that documentary. No. 
Well, but I mean, they could have cut that on purpose too. I mean, they did. They filmed her yeah. for three years, right? So, so it's a lot. I mean, so, she did say these things. That's yes. the point. It doesn't matter the context. The some of the things she says, it does not matter in context. Well, it's like what we said before. She said them. If somebody ever took all the horrible fucking things I say on this podcast and took them, I still fucking said them. That's right. Okay, I said them. If it was in jest, if it was almost in jest, if it was pretending to be in jest, I said them just like she says well, them. the problem is when it's in a completely different context but there are enough things that she said on camera in context that that's are right. problematic <laughs> okay so <laughs> she is. waterboarded a girl right before i start well. okay so here is what i was thinking it was funny because i thought if any if the three of us were to go to her thing mm-hmm. so i know that immediately i would be somebody who i couldn't I could not legitimately have a like a conversation with her. I'm not lasting five minutes because, I'm in the lobby. Because as a as a really like kind of combative person, she would not and a woman, she would have not had anything to do with me. She would have tried to prey on Mitch because he's a man. And then Rin, it was I was trying to think of how our interactions no, would be with her. I think that she would have called me out and then she'd be like, You just don't like me because I'm a woman. It would have been predatory, and but me, I would have been done. She would have kicked me out. It would have been nothing. And then Rin, she would have like, you know, tried to see how she could, you know, you know, but she would have yeah. used her femininity against you. I would have not even been allowed in the room. And then Rin would have been like the now, you know, how can you be my tool? Being in a good place, being in an okay place, I, I feel like I would see through sure but but if it had happened like right after my dad died and i was there yeah. and vulnerable you might, that's and trying right. well i mean and that's you, why she's so fucking dangerous like, yes. like she knows I, that I'd she could see that girl that she ended up waterboarding mm-hmm. and I, I mean that like that was waterboarding in a different oh, way yeah. i mean it was she she drowned that girl yeah but the girl is talking she's like yeah so i was in a hard place i was having depression it's what happens when you're a teenager. You get depressed. Yeah. yeah and, a and then Teal Swan woman. told me my parents didn't love me. And I said, I don't know. I, I think they do. I think my parents do love me. And she said, no, they don't. And that was when my support went away. Well, because she was living with her parents at the time, too. And right. So she moved and out. she moved out because Teal told her her parents didn't love her. Again, she said, I think they do. And she's like, I feel like they do. No, <laughs> they don't. And then she's like, so when I left, that was when the last of my support went. I'm like, right. You got talked out of that. Like, yeah. yeah, you got talked out of the support. That's what cult leaders do. They remove you from your family. And she, we haven't even gotten yeah. to the non-negotiables yet. Yeah, nope. No. Okay. So, so let, right now we're, still we're feminism about and femininity. Feminism and femininity. I'm yeah. sorry. I don't know if there's any order. I'm just... Well, there there's was. There's definitely a fucking order. Um, so what did you all feel about... <laughs> Damn. The cult of Wren. You better pay attention. Seriously. Um, all in line. We all, we've got silent immediately. <laughs> What did you all feel about her wielding any sexuality? I think she's asexual. Really? Yeah. I think she uses her sex. I, I, I didn't. I, to me, mm, I didn't. I don't think so. I she's just not a warm and fuzzy person. I think she absolutely uses her vagina against men. Yeah, in There's every way she can. Being sexy and weaponizing sexy. That's correct. <laughs> or or she, like feeling sexy. She you know what I weaponizes mean? sexy. That and weaponizes everything with, with dude, men. With the with with Blake, Blake when they're sitting on the bed, and she's like, "Have you told Juliana about your feelings of attraction for me?" Which, by the way, Juliana is his uh, wife, girlfriend. Do we talk wife. about Blake? No, not, not yet. yet. 
Okay, we so will. Blake is her right-hand man. Yes. The guy that basically started it all with her. Former lover. Former lover. They dated, and then they stopped dating. Like, over a decade ago. Yeah. But he still, but, like, dyes her hair Ju- and then waxes her Teal vagina. Teal Swan did. Had, she said, part. I've had, like, 12 or 13 relationships. Right. Since. It's very clear that Blake had not had any. No, That's he, right. No, he had actually. Y- yeah. Mm. Yes, no, he because had. he yes. was engaged. Yes, and she ran her off. Remember, Re- he, she uh, talked about that. She okay. talks about running off his like one girlfriend. Oh, okay. Yes. So yeah. So, anyways, he finds this other one and invites her out. And she's and, a beautiful and young foreigner. Gets Im- like immediately gets chewed out. You don't understand what you've done. You put this person who could potentially ruin everything in front of me. And there's so much contradiction through all of this where she's saying this person has to be 100% in. They have to be, if they're not 100% in, they can't be in my presence. They can't be around us because they will ruin everything. But then when questioned about that, she's like, no, I've never said that. I've never said that. And then Correct. you find she out that it's actually documented right. that she says that. Yeah, Correct. She just wanted him. But it's control. Completely it is under her control. percent control because when he's about to marry her, she goes, well, what's it like to not be, to have those feelings for me anymore? What's it, what's it like? Well, it was she's really so about her. She's trying right. to seduce him in yes. that moment yes. so that she has firepower. Like that's what's happening is she's, and she's not even trying to necessarily seduce him as much as put that thought back into his head. Right. Oh yeah. Make sure he leaves Juliana. It is all manipulation. Yes. All the time. She's very manipulative. Well, and I do think if you really care about somebody and you feel like they have those feelings for you, but it's like a long-term friendship. You definitely don't bring it up and like encourage it. Absolutely right. not. No. Right. Not if you, you don't care keep about bring that. it. No, you absolutely do not. She's absolutely not a not. good person. She's not a good person. Anyway, keep going. Um, but do we feel like she uses that yes. in other ways, like with her of other course. followers and stuff? Of course. I mean, I think whether she uses it or not, it's a it it is a thing, right? She definitely, like she's, she's she uses it. She says it at some her. point. She says she's beautiful. But then she's got that one client, Amr, who he's like, I, you know, she's like having a one-on-one with him trying to help him. And he is like, yes, I don't I, know. I don't know. Maybe I'm just here because I'm sexually attracted to you. And I, I can see and that she, being. And she freaked out, which that was almost the most genuine I think she ever was. When he, yeah. when he, ba- when he said to her, I'm sexually attracted to you. I think that was the only time she was she was genuine and actually uncomfortable. Yeah. But it's because she had no use for him. I think if that had been somebody who she could have found use for or any kind of attraction to, it would have been a very different dialogue. But what's wild to me, and this is the case with a lot of the scenarios that I saw her in, is her reaction to things like that were the opposite of what she is pushing for. I need mm-hmm. you to be honest. Open yourself. Tell me what's going on. If you're not telling me, then I don't know what's going on. Well, here's this truth. Fuck your truth. Because it's, yeah. you. it's not this with her dialogue. This is a problem for me. What the fuck? And then she goes off and said, I don't know what to do about this guy. This guy's got to go. Right. You know, it, it's... Yeah. And she does that with so many people. She's not people. consistent. No. But it, again, you're right. It, 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 that, that side of her only comes out when you question her and don't follow blindly it's it's i'm gonna pull this out of you and you do what i say 
Well, back in back in relation to the conference. So for me, I will say the lowest part of the documentary was. I don't even know about that. There's a lot of low points, but the part that like kind of icked me the most was when she did have that conversation with that guy. Um, his name is Simon Lavelle. He actually has a YouTube video talking about how he stayed so calm during it, but he wouldn't address any of what actually happened, which I thought was super lame, Simon. Mm-hmm. Um, but what he, he did originally, stay so calm. He, what he originally asked her was, you know, you are, you know, famously about speaking truth and calling people on their bullshit. Do you have anybody? who you look up to or who will push back on you. Mm-hmm. And what she, she said, lost her she, shit. she <laughs> lost her shit because basically she was saying, if I was a man, um, nobody would be asking this of me. It's not true. And I, I, well, maybe they wouldn't ask, but they definitely should. Yeah. Maybe that guy wouldn't have thought to ask that, but I, I can't follow or respect anybody as a leader who isn't willing to be challenged. Here's Although she absolutely. says, guess what? She says that she is though. Here's but, what's um, weird though. Like, right, you right. know, at least Jim Jones and David Koresh said they believed in God. They didn't just believe in themselves. I mean, you're talking about, she's fucked up. Like she is really, really fucked up. And like, even so our spiritual guide at the retreat center, who's like, the, he owns it and he leads our meditations a lot of times. And he has several mentors and several people he looks up to yeah. well, again, um, and is very freely open about that you're and coming to you me know. saying that you don't have an education yeah you have been diagnosed numerous times with multiple mental illnesses but they're uh, bullshit because i don't believe in it i don't recognize it that. right you don't take believe in medicine and you don't have anyone that you consider a higher power, authority, or anybody a to look up to. Yeah. So, how the fuck did you get here? Because we, we, you can't even tell me where your divine. She's not. She's divine. Spiritualism is coming. It's from, her, right? But who who appointed that on her? You? Like, but but I, I I know. But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> right. Like it, right. It doesn't. Exactly. There's no. The answer is always her. Now, now what she <laughs> says that they didn't include in the documentary. Was that she doesn't have a teacher. The world is her teacher. Everyone is her teacher. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She did say that bullshit. But basically, I mean, Katrina and I were talking on the way over here that we are both people for each other who, and I think you would be like this too, Mitch. Like, if we think the other one is wrong, we'll say, you know, I love you, but you're wrong here. Or you, I don't think that you brought the correct self to this situation. I don't think it works that way. Well, it does. Rin and I. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, with her. I mean, Rin and I will, like, she said to me a lot of times, Nope, not probably not the way you should have handled that. But I that's understand not, why you did what you did, but what you're doing now and how you're handling that is not but the that's right thing to incredibly do. valuable to have people like that in it's your life. Important. Uh-huh. It's very important to, to hold your ass in check because it, if I sat here and started acting like a fucking megalomaniac, it's you guys would say to me, have you lost your fucking mind? Like literally, have you lost your goddamn mind? Who the fuck do you think you are? And like, Look, I, I joked and said I should have been a cult leader when we did this. You know, I got six people to jump into a freezing cold pool with me <laughs> on my birthday one year. And I said, damn, if I could have got if I could get six people to within two minutes of asking agree to jump in a cold pool, I should have been a cult leader. Rin said, I'll take pictures. <laughs> you know, you need the person who says, fuck you and your crazy ideas, bitch. I'm going to just take pictures but of you. I'd love you. to document it. I would love to be there. <laughs> I will support you. I'll go drink Margs with you afterwards. I will take all the pictures. I am not jumping in a fucking cold pool. <laughs> I don't give a shit. And like, she she just, then if it's her in that situation, she goes, you're done. 
If you can't be there, you're for me, cannot weigh. You're a, you're a coward. You you're couldn't scared. jump in that pool with me. You're scared. You're, um, right. You have you're no use weak. for you. You are weak. Yep. She's an you, echo, she's her own echo chamber. Weak piece of we talk, shit. Well, we talk about echo chambers. I'm she, happy to be a weak piece of shit. She not has, a yeah, she has created. <laughs> no, she has literally created way. her, yeah, her own ecosystem, an echo chamber. Yeah, that's all she's done. And it's it. And anybody who the, challenges it is out. I, I don't know out of the next, bubble. But I'm gonna go here. The most surreal part to me, the part where I was just like, I can't believe that these people are still sitting here. I can't believe that they're actively participating. No, there's two of them. Holy shit. I forgot about the other one. Uh, the first one was when she gets Juliana, who is new to this place, to become the vessel Yes. for someone's dead mother. Yes. Yeah. And it's like... All Juliana wanted to do was marry What? Bush. And then she goes I in. I think she's she was like, invested in wanting I to think be there, she but was. she didn't anticipate what an unhealthy environment what, it was. I was so uncomfortable with the fact that she was moving all the way to another country to do this. Yeah. I was so like, oh my God, if I'm her parents, I am like literally locking her in the closet. Like, I can't let her do this. She's joining a cult. Like, can you imagine? It's just like the other thing we watched. Yeah, we, yeah. Losing your kid to a fucking cult is terrifying. I would have and been. And her mom was very supportive. She was, in the way that, but, but like she didn't know. But I mean, she didn't know. She right. Didn't, she it had no so idea. So terrifying. She just thought it was right. A, a good decision, and you know, it was. Blake seemed like a nice, genuine dude who was yeah. just caught yeah, up I in think, some bullshit. Right. Well, and Juliana had actually been there as a participant. What about before? the interesting situation where she? She? How was it? They were reading things on how they thought she would. So that that was where I was getting okay. at. So. Go ahead. What happens is um, Juliana starts to push back against some yep. of the more uh, rigid rigid things that Teal is wanting to do. Teal is like, we have to force them to go through the treatment and because of this one girl who was not getting better and very vocal about it. She would come and say, I don't like this. Right. You know, again, waiting for Teal to say, OK, speak your truths, everybody. And the girl would say, I think you're a bitch. I don't think that you're doing anything for me. Mm -hmm. And then Teal's like, well, okay, we'll waterboard you. And <laughs> that's not what she said. It is a, it is a water, it's a shamanic water breathing, oh blah, blah, God. blah. Sure. She shamanic waterboarding. She drowned the girl for a solid two, three minutes. Like the girl was not breathing and had to be resuscitated. By the um, way, if you have any questions as to if waterboarding is torture or not, it is. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. um, so, Juliana's like, we can't force people to do this. Like, it's just, you can't force them. Right, are how, we like, in a fucking Nazi death camp right now? Right. And Teal just looks at her and says, you have literally just crossed a line. Yeah. You have become my adversary. So apparently that that's one yeah. of the editing things. She didn't actually say that to her. She said it to Matias or whoever. Uh -huh. And Matias became her adversary, the guy who literally does everything for her that yes. Blake doesn't yeah, her yes her marketing like guy. really her everything guy that her manager. All, yeah. Blake does all of her personal not anymore bidding and then Mateus does everything else uh-huh so he became no. her adversary no like in what she fucking world for Juliana right from day one yeah, yeah it for was sure. very clear because she was jealous of Blake she, and she, she got challenged control Anyways, well, long very, story short. Can so, I say something real quick? Sure. Very, at the very least with Juliana, even if, because she says, you know, it was a totally different situation. All that, but you can tell just from what you actually see her saying on camera about the situation that 
and and even when they're redoing the non-negotiables, she is more concerned with her and her ability and her mission than she is about the people around her having a life well, that's fulfilling to them. No, right. there, there, that there was isn't. not even a question. That was right. not even a topic. It was we need to figure out a way that I can be secure again. Right. And if, listen, if and someone is a problem. nobody fucking questioned it. If someone's a problem, then they can go. Like, they, they can be fired, and that's acceptable if they're bringing a problem into your company. But, like, to have it on the outside be like, this comes first, the rest of your life is second. You know, there you shouldn't no have to. There is rest of your life. You're right. not going to have a good it's, company and a successful company if you don't treat your people like humans. No, if it's not all encompassing right, her, not to her. Right. right. If it's not they're all about not, her, they get no life. Right. They, they, there's not a. Oh, you want to go do that? Like that's that's not a thing. Like she's very clear. You have to be available twenty four seven at my it, beck and call when anything goes wrong. I need you to be here. So, anyways, is it different than joining like the seminary where you fully? It's very different from joining I the seminary. <laughs> yes. Pastors can get married and have families. No, but like if you are going into the not in the Catholic any, Church, correct? If you're in oh, you're, any Orthodox faith, I mean, if you're going to be a Catholic, the priesthood, sure. any yeah, then no, maybe not that different. I'm just, I'm just, but you're, that. You're, I'm just throwing that higher, out there. You like, do have a higher power. Well, that's that true. You answer to. Okay, I right. think it's like old. <laughs> you also have the Pope. True. You also have the Pope in between, and a but bunch of cardinals, it's like, and it's like the difference between like Scientology and like certain old school religions. It's like yeah. this is probably just as crazy. It's just new. Got it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so, F- like the FLDS and all that. It's new. Those are new. So Those Juliana new becomes the adversary. Yeah. And so Teal has a family meeting. With all the circle of people like doing their that all thing. All of the inner circle God, people. so weird. And she sits down and basically says in front of everybody, you don't like me. We are, no, she, she leads it up. So because this happened over here. She was up. No, the catalyst. I'm sorry. Was the private investigator? We'll get to in a moment. But she gets. Uh, she has a bad discussion with the private investigator, and then just loses it. And she's like, "Well, something's not working. Something is imbalanced. Some so, something is not balanced in the universe. And it's because somebody in this room is not sharing their full truths. And it's Juliana. Big shocker to everybody watching the documentary at this point. And Juliana's like, "What? I don't." Like, I'm doing everything that you have asked me to do, no matter how weird it is. Just, at, you got to go get them. No, I know, but there's another. Donna. So they're all sitting around the circle, and she points at Juliana, and she's like, it's your truth. What is your truth? Juliana's like, I, I don't know. Like, I've done everything that I've been asked to do. I, 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 I'm not trying to get in the way. I'm just trying to be a part of this. And she's like, Okay, so if you're not going to be honest, then how about um, we all just look into her soul and <laughs> and read it aloud? And, yeah. And then she's like, and I'm not even like this. No, like, it my happened. Mind, happened. It, I just, I still can't wrap my head around it or explain it. She looks at the person next to her and goes, "What do you see in Juliana? What do you think? What do you, you see? You think that she's she saying? thinks of me? Yeah. What do you, What does she that think of me? You look into her and tell me what she thinks of you." And the girl looks at her for a minute and then goes, I think she thinks you're a narcissist. And I think <laughs> she thinks you're going to 
destroy the world. And I think that she thinks that you don't care about other people. I think and I think you're jealous of her. I think you're afraid of her. And she uses her sexuality against, uh-huh. you know. And then, it, it, and then it goes to the person next to her. And he's like, I think that you think that you're attracted to her. <laughs> and you're jealous of her. Appear- and it's like. Y'all are projecting your own thoughts onto this poor girl. Like you just, oh, no. you know that that was sitting in the back of your they head. They just unleashed. They, that was their moment to say what they wanted to say about Teal. The whole time this is happening, Teal is sitting there writing things down in this oh, notepad. Yeah. Oh yeah, just vigorously, just oh, writing because it's down. ammunition for later. And then she gets tired of hearing other people talk and just goes. You think I'm a narcissist? You think this? You think this? You think this? You think this? And this is how you feel? And this is how you think? She's telling Juliana what she thinks about Teal. Teal is telling Juliana what she thinks about Teal. Like, it's, and it, and like Juliana's just like, I don't know what the hell's happening yeah, right now. I, I'm just... And Blake looks super uncomfortable, like. But not doing anything because he doesn't. Well, like, he can't do anything. He's a cup. He's literally but had his balls he goes, removed. He does go and sit next to her. He yes. does. And I appreciated that. And clearly, he. You, I really. To Katrina's point, he he has had he has been neutered a I, long, long, long. I time thought ago. I really thought she was going to run Juliana off. Love his heart. I did. I thought that Blake and Juliana were going to be done. Me too. I was. So well, did so we good pi- on him. He at the end. Spoiler alert! At the end, he and Juliana leave the group. He he actually now owns a like a vacation adventure. Shocking <laughs> to me that he yeah. left. Honestly, it was like he finally had enough outside, like aware awareness brought to him or whatever it is to like yeah. have the like the the fog lifted or whatever. Right. But I mean, it was so surreal to see someone project that, and that's what like that's. That was She's a thing so that I noticed hateful. throughout the whole documentary is that that's what she does. Is she says, your parents don't care about you. You were raped as a kid. You were beaten as a kid. There's no question about it. There's not, were you? Or maybe it's, you were. And she's they're like, very, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I guess I was. Shit, I didn't even know that. Yeah, she's you know? very hateful and very aggressive. She's just... Ugh. You know her... Um, this kind of leads into our next little area of conversation, but... Um, the film director said he felt like her damage as a kid was not feeling seen. Mm-hmm. And that really makes sense. She will be seen. She will be right. She will be seen the way she wants to. Absolutely. And I think that's a good stopping place. And then we can pick back up next week. But we, when we have like one little thing. With left. our, no, just one little thing? One little thing. Okay. So the, the last thing. You know thing, how that's going to work out, that one little thing, because I'm not done. The, the last little thing I want to talk about was her use of the internet. Sure. As a cult leader. We haven't gotten to the private investigator yet, either. You can just mention her real quick. Oh, no. But the private investigator... Um, you don't think that's a fascinating just, story? Should we just, let's tune in next week? I think that's what we say. I think so. We just call it, and we'll pick back up. with the. We'll talk about the private investigator, her use of the internet, yeah. and like final thoughts on the whole thing. I like it. Fine. <laughs> this is how we dethrone <laughs> you from being the cult leader. <laughs> <laughs> See you next week. Or okay. I mean, we still need to end it. Yeah. Like a normal um, okay. Oh, so, if you want to hear the rest of this lovely situation, <laughs> if you still haven't watched a Netflix or I'm sorry, Hulu interview or podcast. No, what the fuck is it? It's on what the Hulu documentary. Happening? It's on the Hulu. Ladies and gentlemen, that is what a stroke sounds like. <laughs> on podcast. Watch the Hulu, <laughs> the Deep End, and um, tune in next week. We are 
at thatotherfword.com. You can find us on Instagram, thatotherfwordpod. We're on Facebook. And uh, like, subscribe, and make sure some friends like and subscribe. We'll see you next week. And remember, feminism, feminism isn't, isn't a bad, bad word. word.